Welcome to another episode of Should You Take That Case with your host, Lisa Wade, your friendly neighborhood legal nurse consultant, owner of Wade Nurse Consultants, and creator of our private LinkedIn community, the Attorney Medical Record Resource Group. That is where we get all of our stellar attorney guests. The goal of our show is to be a resource for legal professionals who pursue medical cases by sharing their experience and insights as defense or as plaintiff attorneys. You can catch prior episodes at www.wadenurseconsultants.com slash blog on LinkedIn and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Now here's the host of Should You Take That Case, Lisa Wade. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Monday to you and welcome to a brand new episode of Should You Take That Case? Our goal here is to be a resource for legal professionals like yourselves who pursue medical cases by sharing experiences and insights as defense or plaintiff attorneys. It's me, Lisa Quaid, legal nurse consultant, your friendly neighborhood legal nurse consultant, and owner of Wade Nurse Consultants. I'm also the creator of our attorney medical record resource group. That's our private LinkedIn group, a place for attorneys and legal professionals that deal with medically related cases to ask questions about medical terminology, I'll answer those questions for you. So come and visit us. We are just using this weekly as an opportunity to get to know each other a little bit better, find out how you enjoy or how you got to be the attorneys that you are, uh, what you enjoy about personal injury, malpractice, workers' comp, and what keeps you coming back? I am going to ask those kind of questions for our very first repeat guest on Should You Take That Case, Lori Jubilee, and she happens to be our very first guest from way back in March. And she has decided to come and visit us again. We're gonna talk to her, but first we're gonna scoot over and see if anybody's visiting us live. If you are, put an L in that chat. If you are live, if you are catching us on the replay, put an R in that chat. And we still would like to see you and say hello. And thank you for taking your precious time out of your precious day and uh, taking a listen. It's much appreciated. I'm also looking for any um, members of women-owned law, put a W in that chat if you're watching and you're from women-owned law. Let me put that up here. Ta-da, almost there. I can't find my women-owned law banner. There it is. Ah, yes. <laughs> it's a wonderful group. I am a member and it is a wonderful place that is a groundbreaking group created to connect and advance Women Legal Entrepreneurs. Yay. So again, put a W in that chat if you're visiting us from Women Owned Law today. And now I'm going to scoot over and introduce to you or reintroduce Lori Jubilee. All right. 
Attorney Lori Jubilee received her Bachelor of Arts degree at the University of Pennsylvania and earned her Juris Doctor as well as Master's degree in trial advocacy at Temple University James E. Beasley School of Law. Prior to starting her own law practice, she worked as a prosecutor at the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office and a Deputy Attorney General at the Pennsylvania Office of the Attorney General. She is a criminal defense and civil rights attorney. Ms. Jubilee also represents students at school disciplinary hearings. She uses her years of experience, advocacy skills, and compassion to fight for her clients' rights in the criminal justice system and for their civil rights and for her civil rights clients whose constitutional rights have been violated. She has also handled civil rights cases involving excessive force by law enforcement and violations of constitutional rights by prison officials in both state and federal courts. And now I give to you, Maury Jubilee. She's back. Hey, thanks for coming. If I could unmute you. There, there, much better. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Lori. Glad Thank to have you. Thank you for having me and for that wonderful introduction. Oh, well, you know, listen, it's easy to talk nicely about nice people. So <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming again and to be our very first repeat guest. Yay. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get ready and dive in and find out what's been going on since we last talked. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Question number one. What changes have happened for you personally or professionally since your last appearance? Tell us, tell us what's been going on. So I, I didn't remember when my last appearance was, which you reminded me has been about six months ago mm -hmm. in March, which is right around when, well, I guess it wasn't when the, the pandemic's been going on for a while. So it was a year after the pandemic began. Um, so my practice has grown a lot since 2020 in the last year or two. And one of the things that have has changed, I, I when I first started out, I was very small and everything everything by myself. I've learned over the last six to 12 months that it's very important for me and my practice to get some help to delegate so that I can be my very best to take care of myself to because the thing that I enjoy the most is being able to help clients and being able to get my work done and having people legal a legal assistant administrative assistant um and i had a law student over the summer to to help me be my best has been a wonderful change and i was very resistant to it but i'm i feel like it i know how important it is now and it's changed me and changed my practice and made me a better attorney and a better to serve my clients that's it sounds like you're a solo um a solo attorney, but not a one-man band or one-person one band. I tried, and it doesn't work. It's too. It's it's really too much. When, when and that's how I started, but 
it's too much. So, and, and people like you, I remember when I reached out to you for a couple of my cases and what I was trying to read medical records by myself and that just doesn't work too well when you're not in that specialty. So that was an, another example of getting help and being able to better serve my clients, which I did. Wonderful. <laughs> the right person for the right job. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I also want to know, Lori, what keeps you intrigued and interested in the law and your practice in particular? Well, that's a good question. I think my clients, um, especially when I'm able to have some moments and experiences of success, when my hard work leads to what were, you know, our goals of trying, and a, a lot of my cases, as you said, are criminal defense. And for example, when the clients, I get a moment where I was able to have a client released from the prison, he was wrongly in prison, and we found um, alibi and corroboration and location evidence that he wasn't on the scene of the crime. And I worked really hard, and he took a lie detector test, and then he was released. And just the gratitude and the mo those moments um, that keeps me intrigued and going. The, 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 how they're happy, they're grateful, and it makes all the work so worthwhile to have those moments. And it keeps me going. That's what keeps me going. Those moments of giving and and seeing how I can make a difference. Oh, and I'm sure, to say the least, your clients definitely appreciate that. Most of them do, yes. <laughs> Every so often I have some more challenging ones, but most of them are so, so grateful. They want someone to advocate for them. That's all they want. And uh, I, I really enjoy doing that. Oh, well, I, I can tell you are definitely an advocate for, for those that are in need. And uh, I, I have no problem dropping your name when somebody has a, a, an issue that they need help with like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, thirdly, how about this? What cases involving medical records have you pursued, referred out, or bypassed since the last time you came on six months ago? Has anything come up? Yes, I, I still do. The, when I The cases that involve medical records are cases, I do civil rights cases, and many, if not most of them, involve inmates who are in, in state or local prisons. And a lot of the cases involve poor medical care, delayed medical care, um, and bad injuries as a result. And so oftentimes, one of the very first things I do is to, or, you know, before I, when I'm evaluating a case is to obtain the medical records. And I learned from a positive experience with you just to have that help with reviewing it, summarizing it, making it simple for me to understand um, that helps. And I, so I, I was talking to you before the show and I had a client with a, a cancer on his forehead and all kinds of language and terminology and delays and what happened. And I was fortunate enough in that case and another case I with that understanding, it helps me to write the complaint. It helps me to, I, I was able to settle a couple cases, even before I had to write a complaint pre-litigation um, during the pandemic, which was amazing. Um, and so that, that's, uh, that's what happened. And I just got a couple 
new cases where it involves um, one with a very bad hip injury. They say he needs a hip replacement and they refuse to do it. They don't want, they want to save money and you can, and he's in a lot, a lot, a lot of pain and he's a life lifer in prison. And um, another one who just contacted me to say that the, they, a guard slammed the cell on his hand, completely fractured and disfigured it. And um, it's not the same. He didn't get the, the proper treatment. So it's, it's still a lot of pain. So I'm obtaining those medical records and hopefully be able to help those clients to get the treatment they need and get some compensation for their pain. So, uh, and especially in the prison context, the, the care is very, very, very bad. And I see it quite often. So I'm glad that I'm able to help them and feel like something can be done for what they go through. Well, that's good. I'm I'm very happy I could clear up a lot of medical jargon for you. Thank to, you. To cut a clear path for you to do <laughs> work your legal magic. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. And what if any? Last question I have for you. It it's it's why that you've been you've been so easy. You've gone through this before. It sounds it looks like it's easy as pie. So, <laughs> all right. So, I, and you did give me a little bit about that uh, a little earlier. Anything else specific that you've learned over the last this last twelve months that everybody is learning <laughs> how to how to do life differently, yeah. let alone do work differently? But any uh, big changes that you've made over the past twelve months uh, with the way you run your practice or the way you run your life? <laughs> Well, one of the things, like I said before, is if I can delegate some things that are more administrative things and don't need, and I don't ha have to use my time for them, that's been something I've learned. Um, for example, I've delegated a lot of legal research. I don't really, if I, I can send a, you know, a, a legal question to my law clerk from law school and say, can you research this? And when I go to court, that's where I and, and prepare for court. I have that in my hand and I have that in, you know, ready to argue. And I don't have to, that's one thing that I love being able to delegate that and spending my time. Um, I have a jury trial in a week. I have to prepare for it. Things like that. That's what, where I need to spend my time preparing to defend the cases or prosecute the, the plain, the civil rights cases. Um, not prosecute's not the right word, but on behalf of the plaintiff, bring the civil rights cases. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned how I was ba basically, there was a point, it was last December, 2020. It was right around then I got this call from this wonderful woman who's a coach. And I was about to, I was about to break down in tears. Like I couldn't take it anymore. The piles on my desk of the administrative things that I couldn't do and can't even get to my legal work. And, started going to coaching roundtable sessions with my peers and it was life-changing um, oh, just to see how people run their business and things don't have to be as be difficult as I'm making them. Mm -hmm. So that was life-changing. I did that for six months and that was very helpful. And it made me realize how important it was to delegate and also to take care of myself because of my mental health and well-being, I can't be my best self, my best attorney self and help my clients if I don't do that with exercise, taking time to breathe and 
feel the joy and gratitude of what I do and um, take just take that time, not just go, 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 because I could and I do often, but it's important to take the time and, and for myself. And I, I love to exercise and I try to do that a little every day. And um, it makes, it just calms me and centers me and focuses me. So that's that I real I realize how important that is. And I think, I think a lot of people, I think wellness has been a big change during the pandemic. People's it matters. It really does matter more than it used to, I think. And I like that. I think you're right. Definitely self self care. It's when you've been working at home, it's easy to work for hours and hours and hours past <laughs> past the time. And uh, you know, I, I found scheduling. I scheduling my breaks during the day, my breaks during the week, and scheduling my time off uh, like six months in advance just to clear that section of the calendar that has really helped me delineate work time from leisure time. (laughs) Have you gotten to vacation yet since you've been? Yeah. First two weeks of July, we, we went to the beach and while I truly it's and I'm okay with it, cannot take completely ever off from my business. I, I, worked pretty much in in the mornings for a chunk a few hours but i i put it away and then the afternoons and evenings and knowing that the beach is my happy place and with my family and 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 i was very grateful that i had that time it, it really was it, it helped me a lot like it was just for i enjoyed it and uh, working at the beach is not the same as working anywhere else so it's <laughs> And I, I, I have to take your word for that. I haven't done that yet, but uh, sometimes uh, I had to. So, yeah. Beach time sounds really, really fun. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed yourself and got some some time out with your family, and glad you got here. And the that's the end of my official questions. But you know, it's time now for question answer session with Lori. So. If anybody is out there listening to us live or even on the replay, just get ready to get those questions together for Lori and uh, put them in the comments. And she is eager and willing to answer all of your questions. Are you ready, Lori? I'm ready. (laughs) All right, then. So while everyone is getting their questions together, now it's time for what I call a commercial break. So <laughs> here we go. Um, I'm glad, so glad to have Lori as a repeat guest. She is wonderful, a wonderful advocate. And she also delegates when she needs to delegate. Like without a review and summary of your medical records uh, for your, your cases that come up with those medical type injuries, you know, it might be harder to tell if you should take those cases. So here at Wade Nurses, um, Wade Nurse Consultants, we can provide attorneys with a one to two page synopsis and summary and an opinion regarding the merits of those medical cases. I, by using my 30 plus years of nursing experience, will make quick work of those medical case screenings So if you're watching this 
and you already have a legal nurse consultant on your payroll, this is not for you. But if you're watching and you do have a little backlog of medical cases on your desk and you want to be able to attack that backlog screening and get clarity on the medical issues so you can free yourself to focus on your legal strategies, this is what you do. There's going to be a little later in the comment section of this um, or description box of this YouTube channel, a link to get a free 20 minute medical case strategy call. And on that call, I can help you hone an efficient, timely and cost effective routine around your medical cases. So when you get to that link, click on it and schedule time for us to chat. Now it's time to get back to Lori's questions and answers. All right, Lori, I'm heading over to the comments box and see, we don't have any questions right now. But <laughs> what happens usually is people catch on the replay. So if they catch you on the replay and they have a question, I have put your contact information in the description box for this YouTube channel and Will you answer those questions when people reach out to you? Absolutely be glad to. Excellent. See, it's easy. It's easy as pie. Sure. <laughs> so uh, let me see. I'm going to check one more time. Nobody with any questions right now, but Lori's contact information will be readily available and feel free to reach out to her anytime. Well, yeah, even if she's on the beach, she, <laughs> right. she may oh, answer God. the phone. So <laughs> that is handy. <laughs> I think we're going to wind up for, for today, Lori. Again, it's been a pleasure having you back again. You are wonderful. You are easy to talk to. You're easy to listen to. And I know your clients know it's wonderful to have you on their side. So Thank will you, you come back again? Absolutely. <laughs> right? See, it's very easy to come back here. Uh, so I think we're going to wind up for now. And I'm going to ask anybody who has any questions for Lori, put them in the comments box live or on the replay or catch her or her contact information inside of this YouTube description box. And if you have any legal nurse consulting questions, medical records, strange medical terminology, and you want to reach out to me, come to Lisa at wadenurseconsultants.com. Just email me, visit my website, wadenurseconsultants.com, and we can answer all those questions that you have about legal nurse consultants and how they can be helpful to personal injury, malpractice, or any inter civil attorneys. Uh, so, I think we're going to wind up for now. Everybody remember to like this show, subscribe to this channel, and please turn on your notifications so you can catch us next time. Now, we won't be here next week because guess what? It's one of those vacation times that I scheduled. It's going to be my birthday next week. So the show will not go on <laughs> next week, but we'll see you the week after that. We'll be in September. And actually, I'm sorry, that'll be Labor Day weekend. So 
I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> I'll see you in two weeks. Wow. And uh, please tune in again on uh, Mondays at 5.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and catch us for another episode of Should You Take That Case? Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Should You Take That Case with your host, Lisa Wade, your friendly neighborhood legal nurse consultant, owner of Wade Nurse Consultants, and creator of our private LinkedIn community, the Attorney Medical Record Resource Group. That is where we get all of our stellar attorney guests. The goal of our show is to be a resource for legal professionals who pursue medical cases by sharing their experiences and insights as defense or as plaintiff attorneys. You can catch prior episodes at www.wavenurseconsultants.com slash blog on LinkedIn and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel and sharing this show with others. 